around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. Let's buckle up as the show begins. with the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com or on social media at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Well, welcome back for hour two of America's number one travel radio show, everyone. It is now just past 11 a.m. Eastern time. It is March 18th, the last Saturday of winter. As spring starts on Monday. And as we get back to talking everything and anything in the world of travel, well, we are going to begin these 60 minutes with the National Communal Forum. For, it's been 156 weeks, Mary. Does that I mean literally? It's just, it just goes like that, right? You're really like, tracking yeah. this, aren't I, you? Yeah, I'm tracking it. Week after week. Well, Bobby taught me that, you know, years ago. Uh, listen, <laughs> we've been deploying our national network in reverse fashion. It is something that only this show does on a regular basis. It's our way to get real-time reports from locals on an array of topics that you're just not going to hear elsewhere. Plus, it's our way to engage the now 510 weekly affiliates that air the show across the USA and spotlight various communities that are linked with the program. So, Mary, who's on that show hotline? All right, let's welcome everyone. Evan Ellis, News Director of our Spokane Area Affiliates, AM 1150 and FM 102.1, KQQQ Radio in Pullman, Washington. Craig DeBolt, Program Director of our Greenville, South Carolina Affiliate, FM 94.5, WGTK Radio. And Melissa Epps, News Director from our Green Bay Area Affiliates, AM 1340 and FM 100.1, WAGN Radio in Marinette, Wisconsin. All right, let's get right to it. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for being part of the big show today. Good morning. Nice to have, well, you're very welcome. Nice to have all of you here with us. Melissa, we're going to start with you in Wisconsin. Certainly the big news from your area this week involves Aaron Rodgers, who says he <laughs> wants to come here to New York and play for the always miserable Jets. You can tell Mary and I are Giants fans. Uh, you know, I want to know, is the Green Bay area ready to see closure in the Rodgers saga? You know, I think they might be. I think they're ready to move on and move forward into something spectacular. So you can have them. <laughs> okay, well, thanks. Appreciate it. Listen, from a travel perspective, though, you know, you're located near the mouth of Green Bay. There's a popular state forest nearby. And, and mm-hmm. I would say certainly life on Lake Michigan offers many things for visitors to enjoy. So what do you most enjoy about living in your section of the country? And maybe something that you think our listeners across the USA may not know about it. Well, hands down, I think it has to be our world-class fishing. Um, we have northern and walleye but walleye class fishing is phenomenal on the mouth of green bay especially on lake michigan we have world-class um fishermen that come here and fish our great lakes so uh for me that hands down that's got to be the number one thing that we have um here to offer along with our wildlife of course but um we do we have world-class fishing here and that is the greatest thing that we have to offer our residents and those that come to travel our area well thank you very much for that highlight all right let's head to greenville south carolina so craig last time we spoke per robert you were it was actually about 156 weeks ago uh it was april 2020 that was an entirely different topic so let's get right into uh, a little bit more fun with uh, greenville south carolina today Various attractions there, including your very quaint Main Street, continue to make top travel lists year after year. Um, I've heard that you're really into music. You love music. You have plenty of great venues for that in your area. Love to hear you highlight Greenville and what you enjoy that you want to share with America. 
Absolutely. Well, just uh, in general, if you don't know where Greenville is, we're about uh, an hour south of Asheville and about a couple of half hours north of Atlanta, and we're just south of Charlotte, North Carolina. And we were just recently named America's Friendliest City. The New York Times named it uh, 52 Places to Go in 2023. It's also been ranked in the top 10 U.S. parks, right along with Golden Gate Park. Our uh, Falls Park on the Reedy River features the Liberty Bridge, which is an expansion bridge. And uh, you're right, there's so many concerts and different events going on in Greenville. In fact, there's 300 times a year there is something going on in downtown Greenville, over 300 Mm -hmm. events. Uh, whether it's our artist sphere, which uh, focuses on arts or euphoria, uh, there's concerts and craft beer festivals. It's it's literally a uh, a buzzing place, and it's now the number six best small city in the U.S. Yeah, Craig, Why would Craig you ever it, leave? Craig yeah. brought it there. I Excellent. love it. And the friendliest. <laughs> yeah. All right, Rudy. Well, you know, we're going to have to see if Evan can top that. I was going to say, hey, Evan, you're a, I know you're in Washington, but you're also close to the Idaho border, and a lot of people have been moving up from California during uh, you know, work away from the office kind of thing. How has it changed the zeitgeist of the place? Very, very briefly, but why should, what, what is it that attracts people to your region so strongly? Well, it's, it's such a unique place because we're near where the Rocky Mountains start when they come out of Idaho, and then we're also near the edge of uh, the Columbia Basin where it turns into the Palouse and you have these rolling, fairly flat hills that are just full of uh, amazing wheat and the crops that we grow here in eastern Washington. And then you can drop into canyon country as Hell's Canyon is not that far away and be in the deepest canyon on the continent that goes 7,000 feet up in Idaho or go up into the mountains and ski, or you can uh, head to drier areas in eastern and central Washington. The, the dynamics of our area is just amazing how it changes so quickly, and there's so many different things you can do right in this area in a close proximity in so many different ways. You know, and I'm some vineyards, say- maybe? Are there some vineyards there, Evan? Vineyards, yes, we do. Central Washington has a lot, and you're seeing more and more in our canyon country, in our neck of the woods, even okay. up into Idaho. It's becoming a big deal. Absolutely. Well, Evan, what I'm going to say, but between Melissa, Craig, and Evan, you know, if you think about what we, what we love about the National Communal Forum, that this we is do, exactly it, why. We obviously yeah. last week we were talking about the border crisis with our affiliate in Brownsville. We we certainly can talk about so many things, but you really have uh, both, all three of you have painted such a picture of places. It it really is what makes this country great because of the diversity. But before we have to let you go, we've got about two minutes left in this segment. So with spring officially starting on Monday, as I mentioned, would love to know from each of you, and we'll go Melissa, Craig, and then Evan, you know, when do you say is the best time to visit your area of the country? And give us one must-do thing that every traveler needs to experience, in your opinion. Melissa? Um, oh, my gosh. Everything. (laughs) That's big. big. (laughs) You have to experience everything in Marinette, Marinette County. Um, We are the largest in um, in Marinette County. In in, best time to visit. Best time to visit. Yeah. When's the best Best time time to visit? visit? Winter. Okay, winter. Winter. There we go. All right, then, Craig. Uh, in the, our area, I would say late spring after the pollen's done doing its thing, and then you've got to experience the Swamp Rabbit Trail. It goes all the way from our mountains all the way down through the entire upstate, and uh, it is a phenomenal trail that people seek out from all across the area. All right, and Evan, we're going to end with you. 
All right. If you get here in August during harvest and see some of the most fertile wheat fields you'll ever see getting harvested, and then in August, on August 19th in Pullman, Washington, we host the National Lentil Festival as we celebrate the little legume. <laughs> All right. love well, it. listen, you thought you've hit three you seasons. I love it. Got winter, spring, that was uh, great. and obviously late summer for yeah, August. That's great. Uh, I want to thank each of you for being part of the show today with you. We thank you so much for being an affiliate of the program. We could not do it without you. We hope you have a nice rest of the weekend, okay? Thank you, folks. All right, take care. Thanks very much to all of you. Well, there we are. I love little the a little lentil. Yeah, who knew? Little little lentil. Always bring yeah. it. Folks, after this quick sponsors break, well, we're going to be delving into the cruise sector of travel. We're going to be headed up to Cornell University, and Dr. Rob Kortnick's going to be here. Keep those radios locked in. We're back in three minutes. As we take a brief sponsors break, now's a good time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Have you tried the innovative Helix Sleep Mattress yet? Well, they have over 12,000 five-star reviews and nothing beats a great night's sleep, the kind you get with Helix. Helix offers customized mattresses that fit your sleep needs because they know everyone is unique. They deliver right to your door free of charge, and you can try them out in your home for 100 nights. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders right now. Their best offer yet. Go to helixsleep.com slash carry or visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. With Helix, better sleep starts now. A warm welcome to North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites and ample free time in all their destinations. Colette tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and a lot more. They take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book your travel. Or as always, you can find a direct link at rmworldtravel.com. Just look under sponsors. Inflation is everywhere. We see it at the pump, the grocery store, heck, even going out on date night. That's why we recommend using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With Upside, you can worry less about inflation because you get cash back on every purchase. To get started, download the free Upside app. Use our promo code CARRY25 and get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. That's 25 cents or more back for every gallon using promo code CARRY25 or find a link at armworldtravel.com. Oceans take you to countries, but rivers take you through them, right to the heart of where grand cities were born. Immerse yourself in the culture and cuisine of these cities and explore river cruising with AMA Waterways. On cruises to Europe or the Nile River, you can choose a complimentary land package pre- or post-cruise. Each land package includes stays at world-class hotels, guided excursions, daily breakfasts, cruise managers throughout your journey, and more. Just contact your preferred travel advisor or visit amawaterways.com, or you can always find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. rmworldtravel.com is your place for show archives, travel news, sponsor links, and so much more. You can also connect with Robert and Mary and the RM World Travel Show team. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. All right, everyone, we are moving on from the NCF. Had a little fun there during the breaks. We are headed up to Ithaca, New York. Cornell University is the destination, and we are sponsored by our newest show partner, Colette. Take off for a tour with Colette, the best in guided travel since 1918. You can choose from tours across all seven continents, and Colette is going to make travel a lot easier for you because all the details are taken care of no matter where you go with them. Every tour includes a tour manager, accommodations, transportation, great meals, and more, making Colette a company that travelers can really trust. You know, Colette creates unparalleled tours, so you can create unforgettable 
unforgettable memories. These expertly planned trips, they blend must-see sites with local experiences. You get ample free time. And it's we're talking places, folks, like Italy, Africa, Australia, the U.S., Canada, the Caribbean, and so much more. Join us. Visit Colette.com. You'll find more information there to book your travels. You can also call 800-340-5158 or visit rmworldtravel.com and check out our sponsors. All right. The Cornell Nolan School of Administration is well known for turning out students who go on to have significant careers in hospitality. Our guest for today's G-Block is an associate professor with the school and a recognized expert on the cruise industry. In fact, Dr. Rob Kortnick is the co-creator of their first class on cruise operations. He joins us now on the show hotline. Welcome aboard, Rob. Nice to have you with us today. Well, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate you having me this morning. So, you know, I am guessing that students must line up to take your class as there's really nothing like getting out of the classroom to engage the real world. And what I mean by that is we're told you're just back from a cruise with your students. So I'd love for you to share what you did, what the experience was like for the kids, and do they get an opportunity to really fully go behind the scenes and learn firsthand how it all operates? Yeah, absolutely. And Yes, it is certainly a class that I don't have a lot of trouble generating demand for. And word of mouth, when students hear that there's an opportunity to uh, to go on what we call an immersion cruise, um, and it's just it's a three day cruise, and we've been doing this uh, every spring. The course is in its eighth year. Um, it is something that, yeah, through word of mouth, they're very very excited about it. It's it, it's a fantastic class, especially for a, the kind of program we have here at the Nolan School, which. We really try to get into experiential learning, you know, so um, the program is very hands-on, so they get, you know, a lot of good theory and research and conceptual kind of approaches to teaching in the classroom, but then as much as possible, uh, we try to expose our students, you know, to the real world, and whether that's bringing in subject matter experts from the industry or ideally also bringing the students you know, to the industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's one of the things that I was, was really excited about when I was able to co-create this class with Royal Caribbean and uh, with a, a, a good friend and and uh, who was recently the Senior Vice President of Hotel Operations, uh, Mark Tamas, who's now over at Ambridge Hospitality running their uh, hotel uh, operations uh, group there. And, and Mark and I wanted to really bring the cruise industry alive for Cornell's hotel students because they get they get a lot about hotels and food and beverage but the cruise industry is something that doesn't get as much attention um, so the course is designed to kind of have this nice little cadence where I would have you know I'll teach them a topic for example my background is in marketing so I'll talk to them you know on the uh, during the week, I'll have a session on brand marketing in the cruise industry. We'll talk about all the different brands and what their brand position is, you know, and how they go to market to try to create, uh, you know, a, a really differentiated position in the market. And then I'll have someone from Royal Caribbean who will either come into the class virtually or we're very fortunate and they often send up some of their their top executives who will. Well, that's got to be great yeah. for the, 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 yeah. the kids I that are I think it's classes. terrific Absolutely. that you that you get these kids out into, as you both said, the real world um, for experiential learning because there's nothing like that. So I'm curious, since you were just on a cruise ship, uh, Robert and I were on one in November, we are seeing firsthand from our own travels as well as speaking with people within the hotel industry. It's a great time to get into hospitality if you want a job. There are many openings. Demand is high. Occupancy levels in hotels are high. Labor shortages are better, but they're still persisting. Cruise lines hire people from all over the world. It's a bit of a different animal. What are your insights into how the cruise lines are doing staffing-wise, Rob? 
they're coming back. I mean, staffing was has always been a challenge, especially as the industry grows. You know, you've got Royal as an example is going to bring in uh, Icon of the Seas, um, you know, later this year. And so they're looking to add, I think they said 15,000 new crew um, within the next, uh, you know, next 12 months. And that's always a challenge. The good thing is that um, despite the pandemic, you know, the, what we're hearing from the cruise lines is that many of their crew came back. Um, you know, Celebrity offers the statistic that 98% of their crew came back after the pandemic, which is astonishing, mm. right, that it would be that high. That's, that a, that's a major number. Very back. different from the hotel yeah. industry. Totally. Yeah. yeah, for well, sure. Well, that's because also they, they are on these contracts as well. Yeah. Like go out. Uh, I, I would say that has a lot to do with it. Would, would, am I correct? Well, I, I think for some of them, it wasn't even the contract. They were off contract. I mean, once the pandemic hit and, and they had to go home and, you know, the cruise industry did just a yeoman's job in getting getting their crew back to their various countries. Yeah, that was when, not easy. Nope. Yeah, the airports were shut down. They had to use the ships to do that, mm-hmm. which was just amazing. Um, so there was no I, – I don't know that they had a contract that required them to come back. But the fact that so many did just is a strong indicator of, of – uh, even though the HR model is really different on board a cruise ship versus in a hotel, you know, the, the fact that the crew wanted to come back and they were eager to do so – is that uh, says something about um, you know about what the experience is like working on board a cruise ship? Well, most of the people that we've met on the cruises that we've been on, I mean, they, listen, they they love the sector. Uh, they they are passionate High level about enthusiasm. it. Yeah, they really enthusiasm, are. Yeah. And and I do say the the contract aspect. The reason I bring it up is because they do feel there's a level of job safety uh, in that because they know that they're you know on for so many months. Then they they go off and then generally if they do well they'll be back and so forth. But I do want to just ask you you know really quick. We, we do know there's this supply chain problem that's out there. You know traditionally getting products has not been a major problem for cruise lines because you know they've had good relationships with. In, in partnerships with suppliers and so forth. But even today, you know, even with those good relationships we know in business, the product isn't there. It's just not there. So our industry contacts have been candid that the cruise companies are experiencing delays in getting new ships. What are you hearing? I'm hearing the exact same thing. And that a lot of it is supply chain issues for, you know, some of the finished goods, whether it's furniture or, you know, it, it could even be for lighting fixtures, things like that, that uh, are a little bit beyond the you know, the shipbuilding uh, company's uh, ability to manage, right? So these are the things that they would bring in uh, from outside sources, and that remains a challenge. Uh, not necessarily a bad challenge to have right now because with the pandemic, a lot of the cruise lines had to push back the delivery of their ships. And, you know, there's a, a, a real focus on cash reserves and trying to generate revenue now to pay down debt. So I don't know that uh, having a ship come a little bit later is, necessarily a bad thing for the balance sheet um so in a, in a strange way having this delay in delivery may actually be better for the industry overall hmm, interesting uh rob we've always felt cruising offers great value for travelers and caters really to almost every type of traveler and budget do you think the industry is going to continue to see the record growth that they were seeing prior to 2020 they were having amazing growth years prior to the pandemic. Do you think that's going to really continue over the next three to five years? I, I absolutely. And if, if the early returns from 2023, um, you know, the ship that the cruise that I just had these 34 students on was at capacity. I think that the hotel director said they were about 40 people shy of full capacity. So that's beyond the double occupancy capacity, and they've been sailing that way for the last couple of months. So 
that's an indicator that demand is, is absolutely coming back. Pricing is really strong. So, you know, you're not looking at discounting to fill the ships. The wave season, and I've heard, is, was fantastic mm-hmm. and actually started earlier than it typically does. So I think uh, the, the, the indicators are, are extremely positive that the, the cruisers, especially those who have cruised before, are eager to come back. And the real challenge is going to be to continue to get the new-to-cruise market segment to join the industry. You know, yeah, I, I agree with know, you. They're happy. I agree with you on that. And one thing also that's helping at least the cruise line balance sheets is they've, for the most part, been able to get these FCCs off their uh, their, their bottom line. Yeah. You know, and folks, again, we've talked about that in the past, but they were the future cruise credits. So when the industry shut down, you were given vouchers and so forth. And and people have, for the most part, redeemed a lot of that. Yeah. So they are there's at least new money coming into the industry, which is a positive thing. But getting the balance sheet in line is important. We just saw this week Seaborn, uh, a ship that we've sailed on, Odyssey, they've just sold, sold to a Japanese company. Yeah. Right. So there's a, there's a lot that's going on out there. Rob, we could go on yeah, and on. Yeah, very interesting conversation. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, we do have a hard clock on the show, so we will definitely stay in touch. We enjoyed the conversation with you today. We hope that you will not be a stranger, and we wish you a pleasant weekend, okay? It would be my pleasure. Thank you so much. All right, Thank take you. Care. Take care. All right, bye now. All right, there goes Rob. Nice to uh, talk with him today, Mary. Good information, especially yeah. what he's doing with the uh, the kids there at Cornell. Love that, yeah. He's taking them out of the classroom. All right, as we bring this segment to a close and we get ready for some important sponsor messages, Rudy's going to rejoin the show next from Mexico. There are still three more segments coming your way today on this March 18th live broadcast. So keep those radios locked in, everyone. The show returns after these messages. As we take a brief sponsor's break, now's a good time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs at linkedin.com carry. You'll get help finding the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com carry. That's linkedin.com slash carry to post your job for free or visit armworldtravel.com for a link under sponsors. Terms and conditions apply. Highly respected financial analysts predict gold prices could soar as high as four grand an ounce. There's no magic eight ball that guarantees that, but gold has outperformed the S&P 500 for the past 20 years, and it's a great strategy to protect your savings and your retirement. For the next 14 days, when you go to learcarry.com, all new Lear customers will receive a free one ounce silver bar with every ounce of gold you purchase. Your free silver bar offer expires in 14 days, so head to learcarry.com today or rmworldtravel.com. Just look under sponsors. To connect with the program anytime, visit us online at rmworldtravel.com. Sometimes we all need a vacation, a celebration to bring us together now. America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. We are back, and this segment is made possible by Upside.com. You know, when inflation is as high as it is these days, we're all pros at finding creative ways to save for our travels and our daily living, whether it's driving the extra mile for lower gas prices, booking travel for last-minute deals, or grocery shopping on sale sale days. Uh, Saving money's never been so important as we all try to keep our lights on, which is why we want you to check out Upside.com to help you save. This is an app. Now, it's an app. For anyone who buys gas, who travels, 
buy groceries or dines out, which is pretty much most of us. Upside.com reduces some of the pain of inflated prices because you'll get cash back on every purchase. To get started, all you do is download the free Upside app, use our special promo code CARRY25, and you'll receive 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. Once you have the app, you simply claim an offer or multiple offers for whatever you're buying when you're booking and uh, at the business you're at, and then you pay as usual with a credit or debit card and get paid. It's that simple. Give it a try. Let us know what you think. Just go to Upside.com or download the free Upside app and use our special promo code CARRY and the number 25 to get 25 cents or more back for every gallon of your first tank of gas. As always, there's a link at armworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. You know, when we talk about how to tip for services rendered on this show, we're often talking about tipping restaurant staff or housekeepers at hotels and resorts. But what if you take a guided tour? It is traditional to tip tour guides, but how much is not something most of us learn while we're growing up? Well, Megan Mickelson is a writer and an editor who's worked with Outside Magazine, Backcountry Magazine, and contributed to publications including the New York Times and San Francisco Chronicle. We wanted to ask her for some guidance on tipping guides. uh, Megan, welcome to the show. Now, there are a lot of different varieties of guides in the world of travel, aren't there? Absolutely, yeah. And uh, the story I wrote for Outside talks specifically about outdoor guides, whether you're climbing a mountain or on a fly fishing trip or a ski, um, a guided ski experience, lots of different um, ways to hire a guide in the outdoors. And then there are a lot of different uh, situations. I mean, you might have a private guide for you or two or three people, and you also might be in a group of 20 or 30 people. Absolutely, yeah. Group or privates um, could be instructional, uh, like a ski lesson or, um, or just an adventure that's being uh, guided for you. And so is there a general rule of thumb for, you know, you know, people say this these days in restaurants, maybe 20% tip is, is customary. What do you advise for tipping guides? Yeah, it's not too dissimilar from a service industry like a restaurant. Um, most of the guides I spoke to said somewhere in the 10 to 20% range is appropriate and that again is the 10 to 20 percent of your total guided um fee so if you paid 500 dollars for a day of guided hiking you'd pay 10 to 20 percent of that 500 dollar fee for each day and and each day yeah do you tip it do you tip each day do you tip in the beginning do you tip after yeah good question usually at the end of a trip um you would have a envelope of cash um and that's definitely the preferred method of payment but they will accept online payments like venmo or paypal as well um but yeah at the end of the trip you've had a nice time you say thank you you hand over that tip just like you would at the end of a meal at a restaurant so there's a little advanced planning that might be wise to be sure to take number one cash u.s dollars probably anywhere in the world are accepted happily Maybe put them in an envelope or something that, uh, so that you're prepared before you get to your destination. Yes, right. Plan ahead. Get some cash. Um, U.S. dollars are accepted anywhere. Um, most of the American guides I spoke to definitely said they preferred cash. Canadian guides um, don't have some of the same online payments that the Americans use, so cash is definitely preferred there as well. Um, and then one other thing they also reminded me when I interviewed them was, um, you know, gifts like, say, a nice bottle of whiskey or a dinner out are much appreciated, but um, they do rely on that money as part of their uh, salary for the year. So uh, cash is preferred versus, money. you know, a token of appreciation. As we say, money talks, right? Yes. <laughs> and uh, now, But, you know, when you say 10 to 20 percent, that's a pretty wide spread. Yeah, I mean, it's just like a restaurant. If you feel like your guide kind of just did the basics, maybe 10% is appropriate. If they went above and beyond, you could go closer to that 20%. 
um, kind of up to you on how you felt the service was. All right, fair enough. If you felt it was phoned in, maybe 10%, right. Um, you also advise, because I read your piece, uh, uh, not to forget porters or cooks or any sort of the, I don't want to say back office, because often they're right there with you, but they may not be the head guide. Does the head guide tip them from his or her tips, or should you as a guest remember a little something for those folks as well? That depends on the situation. If you're at like a safari lodge, you can just tip your guide and that will be distributed amongst the rest of the staff. If you're at, say, a heli ski lodge, um, you may need to tip out the cook and the lodge caretaker separately. But those are questions that you can ask your guide directly and they should be able to give you you know, specific instructions on the best practices. Yeah, I was just going to say ask, asking is probably if you're confused, you don't know, ask somebody. Um, what about pooling, pooling one's tips if, if you're a group? Is that, is that uh, recommended or is that too impersonal? Yes, I think that's just convenient for everybody. I've been on some group travel where, you know, there's 10 of us with one or two guides, much easier than each individual, you know, handing over $100 at the end of the trip. So we kind of got together, all put our money into one big pool, pass that off to the guide as a group. And the guide was super thankful for just us organizing and having a sort of collective way of showing our appreciation. One of the most popular ways to travel these days are river cruises. Um, do you, is tipping on river cruises? I mean, you have sometimes day guides, which, you know, have you for three or four hours in a village you stop in with your, with your vessel. But I'm thinking of the social director on board the, 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 the boat or the vessel, the, your waiter and waitress very quickly, only about 15 seconds left. Are those people supposed to be tipped as well? I think if they're not guiding you specifically, if they're a tour guide of a bus type of situation or a, or a cruise ship, um, not necessary, but again, you could always ask what's sort of the best etiquette and practice if you're confused. Megan uh, Mickelson's uh, website is meganmickelson.com. You can read her note, uh, her 2022 piece in Outside at Outside Magazine. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. We'll be right back. Connect with America's number one travel radio show as we cover everything and anything in the world of travel by following us at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, Robert here with an exciting travel opportunity for you. For the first time ever, we've agreed to have some of our show fans travel with us. As this July, up to 20 of you from across the USA can join Mary and me in Europe and come be a part of our big Let's Go America Tour Portugal on the enticing Douro, July 22nd through 29th. Or another 20 show fans can travel with Rudy during the same time on the romantic Danube, July 24th through the 31st. We'll also be broadcasting the show live from both River Cruise ships on July 29th. And listen, Ama Waterways, they're offering terrific extras, but you must book now to get three days pre-cruise in Lisbon or Prague with five-star accommodations and daily breakfast for free. That's a $1,400 value. All gratuities will be paid. You'll get a free one-category stateroom upgrade that's worth $1,000, free city tours with local expert guides, plus free transfers and portage service between the hotel and river cruise. Jump on this now if you want to join us before all the slots are filled. You'll find info on our website, rmworldtravel.com. Just click on the special July Ama Waterways River Cruise in blue at the top and come join us in Portugal or on the Danube, and we're looking forward to you being part of it. Ugh, I have to do laundry when I get home. I have to lug all my clothes over to the washing machine. Then I get to put them in the dryer. And accidentally shrink my cashmere sweater again. <laughs> Motorcycles make everything exciting. And when Geico makes it easy to switch and save on motorcycle insurance, it's even more exciting. I'm gonna fold all my socks into little balls. Yeah! Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Have you heard the news? Metamucil now makes a delicious fiber gummy. Made by the fiber brand you trust, these gummies are a delicious and convenient way to get more fiber. 
That's because Metamucil Fiber Gummies are made with an exclusive blend of prebiotic plant-based fibers that are expertly crafted into delicious gummies that give you 5 grams of fiber in each easy-to-take serving. Try new Metamucil Gummies today. Metamucil Gummies are a delicious new way to promote your digestive health. Metamucil Gummies are available at Walgreens and Walgreens.com. Try them today. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter, license in all 50 states. Analysts can see your access to that order number 33. participate in the program, log on anytime to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back to the show. This portion is made possible by linkedin.com slash carry. You know, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. Every one of us wants it to be the be 100% certain that we have access to the best qualified candidates available, which is why we encourage you to check out linkedin.com slash carry. LinkedIn jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and who you'd like to hire, which is why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. They'll help you find the candidates worth interviewing. Do you know that every week nearly 50 million job seekers visit the site? Join us and post your job for free at linkedin.com slash carrier. As always, find a link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. Well, you may be familiar with the Rock and Roll Museum in Cleveland or the Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle or the Grammy Museum in downtown L.A., but say hello to a new museum dedicated to punk rock. It just opened in the last week in Las Vegas, and I'm delighted to be joined uh, by uh, musician and music producer Mike Burkett, also known professionally, he told me this, as Fat Mike. He is the bassist and lead vocalist for the punk rock band NOFX and the bassist for the punk rock supergroup cover band called Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. Fat Mike started out with his first band called False Alarm in 82. Mike, nice to have you in the house. Tell us about your new museum. Where is it in Vegas and what's in it? Uh, well, the punk rock museum is right next to the freeway, which is where a punk rock museum belongs. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> yeah, Twelve thousand square feet of uh, artifacts and you know unseen photos. Oh, for since uh, since punk rock started in the seventies, and it goes for five decades. You now, know, leaving we're, we're very inclusive. You don't really need to get inducted like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You just need to be in a punk band. Now, leaving aside the photographs, which are obviously uh, uh, you know 
native to your museum, what kind of artifacts would, would I find differently in a punk rock museum than in another rock and roll museum? Well, first of all, we have so many guitars from different bands that are you know worth a lot of money, but you can play them through the amps they were originally played through. So they're not just on walls, you know, behind glass. You can touch things like people's leather jackets. They're hanging. You can smell them. Uh, and we have stuff that uh, a rock and roll museum wouldn't have. Like we got, we ended up with uh, Joe Strummer's last bag of weed before he died. Which, <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I love having that. I mean, that's just it's so cool. And and how who has collected all these items? How is it, how do you do it? Well, we have uh, staff of about eight people and we've spent the last year calling bands and uh, calling collectors from all around the world. We, we have stuff from all over the world. Is some of it on loan? Uh, most of it's on loan. Okay. But the cool thing is is that uh, no one really charged us. You know, we, we didn't have to pay for hardly anything. It's just uh, people want to be a part of this museum. And are, and are reservations uh, suggested to enter or can you just show up? Uh, we don't. We take reservations. We definitely think you should do that because we only want a certain amount of people in every hour. We don't want it to be too crowded. And that's what I asked. Now, I know you've only been open for a week, but uh, how far ahead would you suggest reserving? Can you do it the same day? Uh, you can do same day, but it depends. If it's the weekend and, and there's big music festivals that come through Vegas all the time and conventions. So if you're in, in, the, in the Rock and Blue convention, definitely do it a few weeks ahead. I, I, I'm very impressed by that you can play guitars and basses through the amps uh, that the artists use to play through them. Do you, do you have different soundproof rooms for this? We have one uh, big jam room, and there's and you, you definitely need reservations for that. But the, you know what I feel is the coolest thing about this museum is we have tour guides that are legends in punk rock bands. Oh, that's so, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> You, you get to hear these stories from the people who lived them. And, you know, and, uh, and I'm sorry, go ahead. You were going to give an example. Yeah, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. The drummer of No Effects is doing it. Uh, Glenn Matlock from the Sex Pistols. Casey from the Adolescents. You know, just like people, legends. I think and, I mispronounced the name of your band. I said NOFX. How did you pronounce it? No Effects. No effects. You know, oh, of course, of course, of course. You, you were close. And and uh, what is the admission charge? It's thirty dollars. Okay. And, uh, children are allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Burkett is uh, is known professionally as Fat Mike, and he is introducing us and you to a brand new museum in Vegas called the Punk Rock Museum. You can find details at punkrockmuseum.com. Mike, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. Join the Travel Trio by accessing the show anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back.
Stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Now, just as Craig said, you can stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. For this J Block, Travel and Minerva University is going to be our focus, and we're sponsored by simplysafe.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Whether you're traveling somewhere near or far, you can have peace of mind that your home or even your small business is always being looked after. And right now, our show fans can save 20% off this award-winning security and get a free indoor camera. Well, there you go. Get the free indoor camera, folks. They have everything you need to make your place safe, all monitored 24-7 by security professionals. It costs less than half the price of other security systems. Go to simplysafe.com slash carry, save that 20% and get that free indoor camera. You'll also find a link, as always, at rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. All right. Most colleges offer robust study abroad programs for a year or a semester so students can continue their education but get a great taste of foreign travel and the live abroad experience. While Minerva University offers four years of study in various countries around the world, holding for us on that show hotline with an update is the founder and CEO of Minerva, Ben Nelson. Nice to have you back on America's number one travel radio show, Ben. Great to be back. Well, thanks for your time this morning. So listen, you are a guest that Mary and I have talked about off air at different times since we last connected. And for some of our listeners, that was back on our September 15th, 2018 live broadcast. I know we have many new listeners since then. And I say that because, you know, we thought you were ahead of your time with what you were offering with these live video college studies abroad. And subsequently, having seen how colleges quickly moved to virtual learning, if you will, during the pandemic, clearly you had that part in place already at Minerva University. So I'm sure you've had other challenges with students in so many different countries. Want to know, how did you fare overall during the pandemic challenges? And are you still offering studies in the seven cities? Yes, absolutely. Uh, We're still in all seven cities. During the pandemic, during the two years of the pandemic, we operated four of our seven cities, San Francisco, London, Berlin, and Seoul. And now this academic year, we are operating San Francisco, Taipei, Hyderabad, and Buenos Aires, letting the students experience all seven cities during their their time. So we have to shift a little bit of the ordering, obviously, but we are committed to the experience for the students, and we've managed to deliver it throughout. Well, great to hear that you're back in seven cities again. And Ben, I recall that last time we spoke, you got this idea for Minerva University when you were in college. You were a student, and you studied abroad in Singapore, and you really loved the experience. So share your thoughts with our listeners why the four years abroad is important to your philosophy, and give us an idea of the class size. Yeah, absolutely. So now, uh, when we last talked, I think Minerva was maybe only about two or 300 students total. Now we're more than 600. Mm-hmm. And the students come from all over the world. Uh, they come from more than 80 countries, these such students. And they spend their four years traveling and living in seven different countries. And that's crucial, not just because it's important to see other cultures and to be able to experience the world, but actually because when you learn, the real benefit of learning is learning how to apply, what to do with what you've learned. And the reality is is that when you apply something in a different culture, in a different context, you have to apply it in different ways. And the ability for our students to be resident, not just travelers, but resident in these different locations around the world, four months at a time, city after city across four years, gives them the ability to generalize what it is that they learn and to be Mm. able to apply it more effectively no matter what culture they encounter in the future. Such an interesting philosophy and also great to hear that you've had some growth and that that's continuing. So for our listeners, so they understand there's no centralized campus, but this is a community of learners. Do they follow each other throughout the course of the four years, just like a regular university? Exactly. So it's a cohort of students that we bring in about 150 plus per year 
And that cohort stays together and travels from city to city across their four years, hitting all seven cities by the time they graduate. And do you find that they do well building mentorships with uh, people that they need to for career growth and all that when they graduate? Oh, absolutely. I mean, imagine that you not only have the world's most uh, advanced learning, and by the way, Minerva this past summer was ranked as the number one most innovative university in the world by an independent third party, the youngest university, in fact, the first university since the foundation of Stanford in 1891 that got a number one world ranking. You not only have this extraordinary education, but then you build a network, a professional network, a social network in all of these different. Well, that, that is so important. Obviously, mm-hmm. we know for, for the growth. I would and think certain, it's a huge. Investment. You know, I, I want to ask. We got about a minute left. You know, we often say our kids have yeah. learned so much over the years from all of our travels that they have joined us on, experiencing different cultures and customs, enjoying different foods, navigating language barriers. You know, and it gives you a greater appreciation for your own country, if you will. But what are you most proud of? You created Minerva University uh, in about 40 seconds or so. What, what would you say, as you've seen this come to fruition, what are you most proud of? The, the thing I am most proud of and most satisfied with is that we educate a student body that is much more representative of the socioeconomic distribution of the world than a typical highly selective university, yet our outcomes exceed that of Harvard, of Stanford, of any other university in the world. And we do so not just in job placements, but in graduate school placement, and perhaps even more so in entrepreneurship. And that, that makes is extraordinarily gratifying for me. Well, first of all, congratulations on the success. We appreciate it. It was nice to reconnect with you on this Saturday morning. And Ben, we hope you have a nice rest of the weekend, okay? Thank you. You too. Thank you, Ben. All right, there goes Ben. Just hit the release, Mary. I love what he's created at Minerva University. I know they've had four graduating classes. I think 500 kids or so forth have already graduated. It's also less expensive than most private universities. You can go check it out yourself, folks. The website, very easy. Minerva, M-I-N-E-R-V-A, Minerva.edu. We're going to leave it there, though, for today. And until we are back with you live next Saturday, March 25th, starting at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, that is a wrap. And we appreciate all of you being here with us these past two hours. Special thanks to all of our guests who appear on the show today with Mary and me and Rudy. Thanks to our show team, network affiliates, and our sponsors. And thanks most importantly to all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to award-winning RM World Travel, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.